It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Three Men and a Deity. Our scripture reference today is Ezekiel chapter 14, verses 12 through 23. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. The word of the Lord came to me. Mortal, when a land sins against me by acting faithlessly, and I stretch out my hand against it and break its staff of bread and send famine upon it and cut off from it human beings and animals, even if Noah, Daniel, and Job, these three, were in it, they would save only their own lives by their righteousness, says the Lord God. If I send wild animals through the land to ravage it, so that it is made desolate, and no one may pass through because of the animals, even if these three men were in it, as I live, says the Lord God, they would save neither sons nor daughters. They alone would be saved, but the land would be desolate. Or if I bring a sword upon that land and say, let a sword pass through the land, and I cut off human beings and animals from it, though these three men were in it, as I live, says the Lord God, they would save neither sons nor daughters, but they alone would be saved. Or if I send a pestilence into the land and pour out my wrath upon it with blood to cut off humans and animals from it, even if Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it as I live, says the Lord God, they would save neither son nor daughter. They would save only their own lives by their righteousness. For thus says the Lord God, How much more when I send upon Jerusalem my four deadly acts of judgment, sword, famine, wild animals, and pestilence, to cut off humans and animals from it. Yet survivors shall be left in it sons and daughters who will be brought out, they will come out to you. When you see their ways and their deeds, you will be consoled for the evil that I have brought upon Jerusalem, for all that I have brought upon it. They shall console you when you see their ways and their deeds, and you shall know that it was not without cause that I did all that I have done in it, says the Lord God. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. A group of church leaders once visited me while I was in seminary. From time to time, they would check in on those of us in school. While we shared lunch, someone asked me if I had read anything interesting. As it turned out, that morning I had finished an article that wondered if the prophet Ezekiel was on drugs. If you've never read the book of Ezekiel, that might be a strange question. If you have read it, you know why it isn't. There have been legitimate scholarly inquiries into Ezekiel's mental well-being. Theologians wonder where his visions really came from. Psychologists wonder what voices he actually heard. Was the prophet on edge? Did he have mental health issues? I have no idea. I'll let the experts decide. All that to say, the book of Ezekiel makes for an interesting read. 
Considering Ezekiel's circumstances, we can appreciate what he is saying. There's no room in his message for quaint pleasantries or trite calls for reproachment. Ezekiel is a prophet of the exile. He had known what was in store for the people of God. His visions then are vivid announcements of God's judgment against them. Quite frankly, the people loved their idolatry more than their God. And there was no way to avoid the consequences of their stiff-necked disobedience. Although I imagine they thought they could. Perhaps they would call on God to remember the moments of righteousness of people like Noah, Daniel, and Job. Scripture affirms they indeed were righteous figures. But God says, even if Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it, as I live, says the Lord God, they would save neither son nor daughter. They would save only their own lives by their righteousness. That language takes us back to Abraham. He pleaded with God to not destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. What if you found 50, 45, 40, 30, 20, or even if only 10 righteous people there? God responds to righteousness with mercy. That is, the people had strayed so far from God, no one else was considered righteous, apparently. Why did the Lord have to bring to mind such grand, perhaps older examples? In Ezekiel's hypothetical case, mercy would extend to the righteousness of Noah, Daniel, or Job only. Now, none of this has anything to do with the conversation of working our way to heaven or doing things to get God on our side. The reality was the people would not be able to rely on anyone other than God for their salvation. And this all speaks to the importance of righteousness. It matters to God. And there's hope that Ezekiel offers as well. Sons and daughters would be brought out of God's judgment. Their righteous example will speak to the people. They will show them the difference between disobedience and righteousness. Even after judgment, God's desire for righteousness does not subside. It's scary to think how much of Ezekiel's message to Israel seems to apply to us today. How much of the church today has confused God's sense of righteousness with self-righteousness? Do we cling to our fabricated notions of tradition and heritage while ignoring the reality of how far we've turned from a devoted life to God? As crazy as his visions and activities look to us, may we receive Ezekiel's words as a wake-up call, a call to recenter our lives around God's righteousness. Stay blessed. Thanks for always supporting Another Note. This is our daily devotional. I'll keep writing and recording as long as you keep listening and we keep growing. If you ever find Another Note on iTunes or anywhere else podcasts are available, make sure to leave a review so others can join us. The easiest way to connect with me is online at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.